0: Hey, hey, everybody, thy name is P from Tales from the Bit
1: Wars, and you are listening to another great production from Why Not Talk About This Universe. hi this is brett and this is throbbing with horror episode three uh today we're talking about texas chainsaw 3d that came out in 2013 um a lot of different opinions on this movie it seems like i have a differing opinion on than most people do but we end up getting into it throughout the day uh, throughout the episode um i would like to welcome back greg ames today on the episode who was on episode one
0: What's up, I came back earlier than expected. I was happy for that,
1: yeah, thanks for coming on, man.
0: Oh, no problem. We, so, we can throw him under the bus right now. My co-host on ruthless retrospective backed out.
1: Oh, yeah, we had been planning this for a week <laughs> that we in, were in his do...
0: defense. We had to get ours recorded tomorrow, and he had not yet watched the show, so I think he was trying to get that done.
1: that makes sense, but I was sitting here thinking like I was like really looking forward to seeing what Rob's top five was going to be so.
0: Yeah, I, I'm. I'm curious what he has. I wonder if it's going to be similar to how ours was.
1: Yeah, I'm wondering if he throws any predator kind of loopholes in there.
0: Curveballs at you. Yeah, <laughs> dude, say what you want, but I'm looking at my shelf right now. I got a Nika Predator figure right next to a Leatherface and Pennywise, and he fits right in.
1: I mean, he really does. But well, like we said on the first episode, especially with all that gore, the first one, I would, I would agree. <laughs> yes. Well, this isn't
0: about the first episode. I'm excited about this because this couldn't have come at a better time because I was literally watching this movie this morning. I think I was texting you. I
1: was going to say, I woke up this morning to a text from you saying, I'm watching Texas Chainsaw 3D. And this is a movie I actually went and saw in theaters. So I've actually always been a pretty big fan of this movie. Oh,
0: I do want to correct myself because I listened back as I was editing that first episode. Yeah. And I said two chains was in this movie. It's not Two Chains. It's Trey Songs. Okay, who I still have no familiarity with his work, but that's who it
1: was for. Th- for those who know, <laughs> yes, because I have of idea either. People do.
0: <laughs> it's just neither mine nor yours musical taste,
1: right? All
0: Can right. We- so what? What do you think? Well, no, you're the you're the host of this show. This is my day off from being host. You go ahead.
1: I was going to say, like, so, um, you know, with. Rob not being able to do the top five today, I was like, well, I want to really wanted to do an episode today. Cause I've been looking forward to recording again. And with you saying that you had just seen Texas Chainsaw 3d. And I thought that it's actually probably a pretty, I mean, like I was saying, it's the fan piece seems to be really divided on this one, which I agree with some parts of the hate on it. Other parts. I kind of look past it because the other Texas Chainsaw remake or not remakes, well, the remake and
0: the other the sequels,
1: sequels um, they aren't really all that great either. So you kind of, I would almost, it would almost be like the same thing. I would look as, um, I don't know, uh, the Halloween series. How the first yeah. one is really great, and the sequels. I mean, they have their parts, and some are better than others, but they're nowhere near that first one.
0: No, honestly, for Texas Chainsaw, I go. The original's great. The remake is great. The sequels are, eh.
1: Say like, I that... love Texas 2. Texas Chainsaw 2, I think, is really, really great. Texas
0: 2 is where they're all in the meat truck, like, going away, right?
1: Yeah, basically, it's a horror comedy. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> and it's, yeah, I think it's um Bill Moseley's first movie, I'm pretty sure. If he had done oh. one before that, it was pretty, uh, it was, a little bit lower budget than this one, but I'm pretty sure that it's his first, like, feature movie.
0: Oh, no shit. Speaking of, did you know he was in this movie? In 3D?
1: Yeah, he plays, um, the cook, uh, which is, a I mean, an amazing character from the first one, uh, played by... Shit. Sorry. (laughs) You're good. Uh, I pulled up the remake notes, not the... Uh, Jim C. Dow, there it is. Yeah, Uh, Which he came he come back, he, uh, he had ended up coming back for the um Texas Chainsaw 2, which is really great, because I think he only was ever in Texas Chainsaw 1 and 2. He never really did anything else, I'm pretty sure, because I was looking at his uh page here on Letterboxd, and really all it talks about is Texas Chainsaw 1 and 2. But yeah, oh, Bill Moseley being able to come back and kind of reprise that role. And kind of bring that character back to life that he worked you know, alongside on Texas Two was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I thought that was a nice little Easter egg kind of in there. Um, now let's get this out of the way. What's this movie called?
1: <laughs> uh Texas, I mean, Texas Chainsaw 3D or Texas Chainsaw? This is around. Well, it was came out in 2013, right around. So it was a where big were...
0: 3D boom again when everything was going 3D
1: everything like it was like the was it the 80s where it was huge there for a little while where every third horror movie had to be 3d everything then in the early like was how do you what do you want to call it 2010s how do you what do you call that (laughs) the teens i get maybe yeah most of them are teens but um yeah there was this huge boom of the 3d movie coming back which i've never really been that big of a fan of 3d movies
0: I'm only a fan if the movie really calls for it. Like, uh, for an example, Doctor Strange was wild in 3D.
1: Now, that looks like that seems like it would be one of those movies where it would be amazing to see because it calls for it, but. Exactly. Chainsaw 3D doesn't.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I feel like the whole premise of doing this movie in 3D was just for those one or two scenes where the chainsaw's coming right at you.
1: Oh, yeah, and you know you're going to get that, the blood splatter's coming towards you. Um, Yes. It's one of the reasons why Friday the 13th part three is a little bit lower on my list because the
0: overuse of 3D effect,
1: it, the overuse of the 3D effect, and even the actors say in like the behind the scenes, um, commentary and the different interviews they've given over the years that they were so focused on getting the 3D shots right, like the yo yo into the camera and you know, passing the joint into the camera that they weren't really focused on their lines or acting so that's why it almost comes across a little stale I feel
0: yeah it there's a fine line of cool 3d effect and then coming off as
1: gimmicky which I think I can't really give Friday 3d too much shit because I feel like if it hadn't have been in 3d because I believe it was one of I mean there have been horror movies in like the 50s and stuff that did it but it was one of the highest grossing 3d horror movies of the 80s
0: Oh, I'm so, sure it
1: was. I credit that with us getting 12 Friday the 13th movies, most likely, because it was so successful.
0: You're probably not wrong, too. Three's very right first on the the hockey mask, too, right?
1: Yeah, three's the first one he's in the hockey mask. Um, That's the one where the mom jumps out of the lake at the very end. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's the one where even... I hate the lake in part three, because it was man-made. They made it just for the movie and you can definitely tell cause it's so teeny tiny. It looks like a pond. Like you can probably, it's probably doesn't even come up to your knee. It looks like super shallow. It's super small. I hate the lake in part three.
0: Yeah. You can always tell there's a, a outdoor swimming pool, not too far from my house. It used to be like a public pool that just last year they used for a movie shot. And it's funny cause it was like for a Titanic like scene so you see all these old-timey lifeboats floating in this pond if you drove past. But I'm like, there's no way that looks good once that movie comes out.
1: Oh, no, there's no way. They're like, this is what we have available. This is what we have to use. It's the Ed Wood mentality of, it might not be perfect, but I want to shoot my vision.
0: <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, I'm getting this crazy off track. I apologize. But yeah, the, the name confuses me because I call it th- uh, Texas Chainsaw 3D, but depends who you ask what this movie's called.
1: Well, what other, what else have you um heard just it called? Just Texas Chainsaw. Okay, well, that's, I mean, I could see that, and you wouldn't want to talk, call it Texas Chainsaw 3, because this one doesn't really seem to stem off of any of the other ones that much. Like, I would say the main one it would stem off of would be just a direct sequel from the first one.
0: Well, yeah, they, they really went the Halloween route with it, the newest Halloween movie. They pretty much erased everything after the first one, because this picks up, right after that first
1: one i mean that is true that's something i haven't thought about texas chainsaw 3d did it before halloween did and they didn't make hundreds of millions like halloween did
0: (laughs) no but it definitely like i mean the very beginning is mere like minutes to hours somewhere in there after the original
1: yeah i almost seem like how i whenever i watched it i always took it as it happened like at least like at the very most an hour after the like how the original ends yeah which amazes which that kind of that's kind of the tone i get from it and then i always think it's kind of funny that like it looks like 10 other people just came out of the woodwork oh
0: with the family
1: oh yeah like they're all of a sudden in that opening scene there's like five extra people that weren't there you know an hour ago
0: now well, all of a sudden, their... there's
1: all these extra people there.
0: <laughs> in their defense, they did at least show one car of them coming.
1: Okay, I might have, I might have...
0: Yeah, the sheriff pulls up to the house and another car pulls up and they hop out and run into the house like family members. Okay.
1: So, but not nearly as many
0: as we see there, but in their defense they at least try to kind of address that.
1: Yeah, and you can't really have it just being the, was it three people that were in the original... Shot there at the end, what was it the cook? There is the hitchhiker and leatherface, and then um the uh one of the first final girls in movie history uh sitting there tied to the chair. So yeah, there's only like four of them sitting there. Yep. Um
0: this this movie I I have mixed feelings on it too, because I don't think it deserves the shit that it gets. I really don't. But I also can pick this thing apart like crazy.
1: Yeah, it's a really interesting premise, like, I like all the old Leatherface stuff, like, him as an old man, and all his scenes are actually, like, pretty good. Oh,
0: yeah, I like that stuff a lot, I love the real-time, later, they're just older, but they're still the crazy monster thing. Yeah. Um, the family dynamic, this is full spoilers, right? Oh, of course, yeah, the spoilers, uh,
1: from the very beginning.
0: (laughs) Okay, so there's your warning, people. Um, the whole one her name's heather and there's no way that's an accident from the, the girl uh, her her adopted name is heather who yeah. is his cousin but heather and leather come on now that's that's oh, way too hey. perfect
1: oh that's great i i caught that caught that today that's but, another one i didn't catch nice catch there <laughs> oh thank you um but they
0: her thing i know it's supposed to be like nature versus nurture But they get it all backwards, but, like, well, this is who she really is. I think it would have played off better if she was completely, like, more just normal at the beginning. Not where she's, like, making bone art and shit, like, after work and everything. Because that already kind of gave, oh, she's gonna turn by the end of this movie to me.
1: Yeah, there were really no surprises in this movie. Like it's even stuff like that, where she's at the very beginning making the bone art. It's like, Oh, I wonder who she is. I know. (laughs) Um, Now, are we supposed to still think he's the bad guy
0: in this movie? Which don't get me wrong. He's still a, which they kind of dropped the cannibal thing, but he's still a cannibalistic serial killer who chases people with chainsaws and wears faces. But compared to everyone else, he fits right in. Everyone in this movie sucks.
1: Yeah, there's really no redeeming characters in this movie. No, that's that's the thing not one. Um
0: You know who's the redeeming character? The Heather's boyfriend's friend who was set up with her friend. The chef guy. He's the only one who I had no issues with. Yeah. <laughs> he he's just driving them in his van and is going to make them a nice meal and was unproblematic and not annoying.
1: I would also like, okay, so Alexand- uh, Heather was played by Alexandra Daddario. Yes. Um, And this movie supposedly takes place like we were saying, a couple hours at the very most after the first one is when it yeah. starts. And she's a baby. So we're to believe that she's a baby in like, I think it was like what, 71 or 72, the first one takes place. Yes. 2013 we just. I know where you're going with this yes how, how old would she be then from 19 let's say 71 to 2013 let me just see here real
0: quick. like I say you're the one with the degree dude I dropped out because I hated math you, you do this
1: uh that would make her 42 years old
0: Jesus Christ
1: <laughs> that is an amazing looking 42 year old
0: and I'm assuming her friends are approximately the same age
1: so there's some, like, there must be... the Okay, Sawyers might be completely insane, but their skin is perfect. That might be why they're obsessed with skin.
0: I w- you beat me to it by a second, <laughs>
1: 100%. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's one of the main things that whenever people talk about this, they bring that up, is that there's no way that she's that age, but also they're going to be more likely to cast Alexandra Daddario over someone who would be that age.
0: Yeah, and here's the other thing. I know it's supposed to take place in approximately 71 or 72, the original. I'm willing to, as long as they keep the 70s, so I'm willing to say, if they want to say, well, it took place in 79. Okay. I'll whatever. I know if I look too far into it, that's not true. But even then it's still such an age gap. like I'm thinking at most this group of the our main crew here is 25 to 28
1: max at the very max. yes. I, almost, I am like they're almost like just out of college like so what would that be like? That'd be when, like
0: 22 to 24. 24. yeah. okay yeah so around there not 45.
1: No, there's no way. But that's one thing that almost with this movie, you have to know going in that that's a thing and you need to just look past it. You cannot focus on it because it will ruin the movie because there are some good parts of this movie.
0: Yeah, I had to intentionally put that out of my head because I was focusing on that. I'm like, wait a minute.
1: I'm doing
0: like, there's no possible way. But so she gets this letter that she inherited a house and she's adopted. And they go out there, and it's a mansion. Oh, I I do want to talk about this. I'm sorry for jumping around. But when they hit the hitchhiker guy at the gas station, I know he turned out to be a scumbag and robbed them and everything, but I was thinking he was going to be way more sinister than that.
1: Yeah, no, no, it was almost like, it was seeming like it was almost going to be a continuation of the hitchhiker character from the first one where he was going to, at first, seem like a little bit off, but he's pretty okay, and then the closer they get to the house, like, he ends up being another cousin or something.
0: Yeah, because I'm like, well, he got hit, but they didn't see him, and he's completely fine, so it's likely he just stepped in front of the car to purposely get hit and get in there, but they they flipped the switch on us with that, and they, I'm sure they did it on purpose that way, too, but I thought he was going to be much more sinister than he ended up being.
1: And, um yeah i would completely agree and whenever he does like later on in the movie kind of turn evil because at first he seems like oh he's like such a nice guy he's gonna watch the house and kind of get everything together while everyone else goes into town and then he just immediately starts robbing the most cliche things in movie like every robber in movies steals like oh let's go for like the fine china we're yeah, the, the candlestick like, holders, uh, the forks, and like yeah. oh, this silver tray. Like I get that it's like made out of silver and whatnot, but like he's stealing the most cliche things.
0: Yeah, he might as well be wearing like a little eye covering and a prison striped prison jumper at that point.
1: Yeah, like everyone like, leaves and he goes into another room to change into that. So he's like, okay, now I'm ready. Uh, can I say though, I didn't pity these kids in the slightest when they got robbed. You picked up a hitchhiker who you
0: don't know debatable whether that's okay but then you leave him alone at your brand new mansion while you go grocery shopping that's just dumb on your part
1: yeah immediately and this guy's hiking in 2013 you know how long it's been since i've seen a hitchhiker i mean i think i was in middle school
0: oh dude i drive that lincoln highway all the time for i drive that for work all the time i see hitchhikers a good bit honestly
1: people still hitchhike in this day and
0: age Yeah, not often, but, like, let me see, like, in the time that I drive that route for work, it was probably a period of five years that I drive that daily. I probably saw maybe six hitchhikers in that time.
1: That's insane that people would still do that.
0: Yeah, like, it's not, like, a common thing, but I would see it. And, like, when I was doing the band thing and we drive around, you'd see it every now and then.
1: I was like, who, I would, I could never imagine picking up a hitchhiker. There's no scenario that I'm not going to think, this person's definitely going to kill me. Yeah, it's
0: not a great idea. Um, so, When I was younger and dumber, I may have done it once.
1: Well, then you have a great story that you're like, oh, I almost probably died, but here's a great story. Oh, yeah, there's... Um,
0: no, there's just an old lady who smelled like cat piss. It wasn't a fun
1: story. Oh, so you actually did pick up a
0: Yeah, I book. did when I was like 16. I was like, this person needs a ride. <laughs> Um, but no, I wasn't killed. But yeah, they deserved everything they got. Just they like did. I would have if anything happened to me there. Um, let me see. The victims in this, like, the the main group victims, as far as, like, slasher movie, like, those type of characters go, they're pretty standard. I will say, I thought the Trey Song's character was going to fight him, similar to the best friday movie ever jason takes manhattan with the you have
1: have to bring it up don't you
0: i do i've made sure (laughs) i'm one way to do it but because the very first time we see him he's like going crazy on this punching bag like kick kickboxing and punching it. i'm like oh well there's our fight like we're gonna see him and leatherface throw down at some point i mean that would
1: have been really cool to see like uh, kind of, and that would even kind of have been a thrown throwback to, I mean, it was a different series, but throwback to 80s horror. That yeah. would be really cool to see.
0: I was waiting for that. And then I just want to see Leatherface, like the old comics, Bane breaking Batman over his like knee, like some style like that. Cause this is my fantasy booking in my head. I'm like, oh, this is going to be awesome, but it didn't happen. Um, I know I'm focusing on all the negatives. I will get to the positives. I promise. Do you have anything like you want to throw out all of our complaints first?
1: Um, I'm just trying to, well, I mean, like, uh, well, if we're doing complaints, at the very end, we're like, well, towards the end where, um, like, she's found out she's a Sawyer, Heather found out she's a Sawyer. And And we get a 20-minute
0: montage of her reading papers?
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Now, when she was in the, um, back of the cop car, and the cop is taking her out to that, uh, warehouse or whatever. The slaughterhouse? Yeah, and she, like, stabs through the, um... Uh, the mesh of the cop car like that separates the back from the front. And I forget. Yeah, they're breathing like like, hole things. It's in the blood. Or it's something really corny like that. And it's like chill out. You learn that you're a Sawyer 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah.
0: Come on. Now. You can't be going to get the family gang tattoos on you right away. <laughs> you don't just jump right into that life.
1: You're immediately like, okay, so we eat people and kill people. Cool. Let's go. All right.
0: <laughs> yeah. I will say you remember the carnival scene where she first escapes and everything, she runs the carnival. What state is this in? Texas. Exactly. There's no way you're walking through a community carnival in Texas with a chainsaw with that many people and
1: not getting shot 50 times. Yeah, he's an old man with a face over his own face with a chainsaw. And it's one, it's almost like the same syndrome of, I hate to bring it up, but Friday 8, when Jason's running through the subway and, like, no one really reacts too much. Like, I know in uh, Texas Chainsaw, they, like, run from him, but yeah, nobody's really that worried, it seems. It's almost like, oh, there's a nut about, it's like, no, this guy has a chainsaw and a face on his yeah. face. <laughs> I mean,
0: honestly, the Jason in the Subway one, there's some weird things in the New York City Subway. They're probably just like, okay, whatever. But well, like I said, corpse, this Texas. <laughs> Everyone has guns. He would have been obliterated. Um, also, this is by t- what? Twisted, what's it called? Not Twisted Metal. That's the old video game. Twisted is it-
1: Films? Yeah,
0: but That's or whatever what? company. Yeah. The same company that did Saw. Oh, Was okay. That- Remember when he first gets to the carnival, there's, like, someone in the pig mask and a chainsaw, like, scaring some kids at, like, a haunted attraction? Yeah. Was that, it? like, a little Easter egg to their other film property?
1: I mean, I don't see, I mean, if it is, that's a really good, uh, nice little throw-in there. Yeah,
0: I'm not sure. Like, it wasn't enough to super stand out. I'm like, oh, 100% is, but it did catch my eye, and I instantly thought Saw, and then I realized it was the same company. So it might have been. Um, the carnival annoyed me because she climbed the Ferris wheel of all the, she had a pretty clean getaway there. Like there, she was set and she just gets on the Ferris wheel. One doesn't even get in it. She just hangs from it. Like Georgia, the jungle Tarzan up there. I don't know what she was doing.
1: Like the tone of this movie, I wouldn't have, um, been surprised if the Ferris wheel broke away and There's a chase scene between a Ferris wheel and Leatherface, like Goosebumps style. Like, did you see the Goosebumps (laughs) movie? I did. Like, all wacky and zany. And then it cuts to just Leatherface, just like going fucking ham.
0: (laughs) Oh, I was thinking that one Pirates of the Caribbean movie where they're sword fighting on that giant wheel that's just rolling through a jungle. Oh, yeah. And with a chainsaw up there.
1: Yeah, like that same energy, but in this movie. (laughs) It wouldn't have shocked me. No, no, definitely not. The twists
0: in it... Well, not this one's not so much a twist. Her boyfriend's cheating on her with her best friend. And... D- she doesn't seem to notice when she gets in the car that they're both pretty much half-naked. But then again, when you are being chased by a madman with a chainsaw, maybe that's... Even if you notice, maybe that's a conversation for another time.
1: That's how I always took it, as as of she notices, but there's something more pressing going on.
0: Yes. Now, the gate... Opens automatically from the inside, as the grandpa from Grounded for Life explained at the beginning when he gave her the keys. Yes. The... But why does he just decide to ram it anyway?
1: Oh yeah, and this giant steel huge gate. We have the one thing that's going to let us get away from this horror nightmare of a house. Let's destroy that immediately. Let's just get that out of the way.
0: Yes. Um... I will say, I'm still on one or two more complaints, but I want to give this prop for sure while I'm thinking of it. Genius that he actually cut the tire when he caught up to them. Yeah, that was a really cool shot. And it's kind of like course correcting what everyone said about the original with the truck. Well, why didn't he just slash the tire? He has a chainsaw. It's like, here, shut up, people. He did it.
1: Here it is after all this time, finally. Yes, I also wanna. You brought up about the um the realtor, the uh, that guy with a mustache that's in every yes. single movie, and I d- I didn't know his name, but he co- he comes up in everything. It's, He's an
0: Office Space. He's the guy who has the the risk calculator or whatever.
1: Yeah, the jump to conclusions, Matt. Yeah, um, Richard Ryle, he he is
0: he... in so much stuff. I always yeah. I still see him as because I love that old sitcom Grounded for Life. I still always see him from that. I've never seen that. Oh, it was a funny one. But... I remember
1: him from a uh, Hatchet. He had a really great kill scene in Hatchet. Oh,
0: is he in that?
1: Yeah, he's in the first Hatchet. He gets, um, well, spoilers for Hatchet. He gets, like, split in half with a Hatchet.
0: Wait, uh, forgive me. Hatchet's Victor Crowley, right?
1: Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, yeah, that's serious. I was blanking for a minute there. Um, I had one other big complaint, and now I'm losing it. Anyway, did you see the, the cop-mayor twist coming? Because a lot of people were like, well, that was obvious. Maybe I'm dumb, but I didn't see that
1: coming at all. I didn't see that coming. I almost took it as they know the Sawyers in that area, of course, and they were just kind of angry at them. I didn't get, I didn't see that coming where they had there.
0: I think that's people just saying, well, I saw everything coming. No, because that was a fairly good twist, I
1: thought. Yeah, that one I agree. That one was done well. That one I did not see coming. And anyone that's like, oh, I saw that coming. It's like, okay, either you're like a film expert or you're just trying to look smart.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Now, things that I liked about the... Oh, I will say this. I really, for a minute at the ending, got worried that they were going to kill Leatherface off and make a new Leatherface with her.
1: They were going to do the um thing that Halloween 4 tried to do where... Okay, the old male killers killed off. Now there's this new female killer and we can reboot everything. Yeah, I didn't even think they were gonna reboot
0: it. I thought she was just gonna start cutting people's faces off and like doing that too. I'm like, no, they're gonna try this, aren't they? And I'm very thankful that they didn't.
1: Oh yeah, me too, because like even she goes extreme already. Like we didn't need that. Now going on
0: to the things I liked, we can trade off here, but I liked the first few kills were homages to the kills from the original. Like the hammer, the meat hook, that kind of stuff.
1: Oh yeah, I love that hammer scene. Uh, What do you
0: got for positives? Um,
1: I'm trying to... Well, I mean, I like the look of Leatherface. I like him as a character. Um, I mean, it seems like... He seems like he's aged the appropriate amount.
0: (laughs) Yes, unlike her.
1: Exactly. Um... But yeah, I like kind of that. Um, it's kind of cool that he's kept in the basement. And he's almost like this family secret of the Sawyers are almost like they don't want him out and about and doing his thing anymore, but Ooh, he's they, supposed also, to be they dead. also can't kill him.
0: Yeah, it's family, but he's also supposed to be dead.
1: Yeah, because what they thought he uh, burned up in the house at the end of. Yeah, the like at the beginning of the movie at when they burnt the house, they thought he burnt with that. Right yep but um i mean one other thing that i thought that was a little odd with the movie of the first movie they're all they look very dirt poor kind of people they're not really the house is a pretty big mess i mean he kind of works at a gas station that doesn't have gas the cook does it doesn't look like they have any money whatsoever now all of a sudden grandma has a mansion
0: I think that's because she wasn't, like... She obviously wasn't proper Sawyer. Like, she was married in or something like that, I'm assuming. Because, one, they let her live. Right. Like, I mean, she wasn't there when the stuff burnt down. wasn't like they hunted her down after. So, right. I assume she had the money. Maybe that was, like, part of the payoff for cops and stuff. Who knows? Like... She has some of that
1: Texas oil money.
0: Yeah, or, like, some plantation money or shit like that. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell what that was supposed to be. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I, I I'll give you that for sure. That seemed weird because the whole time I'm thinking, is she going down to inherit a plot of burnt land until they got to the mansion part? I'm like, oh, OK, whatever. Um, I remember what my other weird thing is. So the hitchhiker originally lets him out. Right. And then why does I'm assuming he dug her up and placed the body upstairs? Why?
1: Well I I'm th- uh yeah I'm, that's what I'm thinking is that he went out and Leatherface went out and dug her up. Well that's almost like it seems like a throwback to the first one where uh when uh that uh for the final girl runs upstairs uh and finds grandpa upstairs and he's sitting across uh from that corpse that's grandma. Yeah. I'm thinking it's almost like that kind of thing. And it's also an homage back to Ed Gein, which the entire series is kind of based off of. Which yeah. Ed Gein never dug up his mother, but he would dig up women that were close to his mother and kind of do the same thing of like prop them up in the corner and kind of keep him company and also made face masks and all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, he's a little... That's why I like Leatherface. I'm like, well, he's not real. And <laughs> Gein's another thing. Yeah. Um, But, Which, like, um, dude, without I, a backhoe, I know he's supposed to be, like, super strong and everything,
1: but holy shit, he
0: dug that up fast.
1: Oh, yeah, well, that's all he's been thinking about this whole time. It's like, where's Grandma? Where's Grandma? Uh, that's Grandma. true, because,
0: like, that's who's <laughs> been his caretaker all these years.
1: Yeah that makes sense dude him stitching the mask through his face was brutal oh yeah going through the cheeks Stevo style like when on uh, jackass when Stevo put that fish hook through his mouth oh yeah i like, remember
0: that oh yeah and then that was in the water older.
1: yeah when they were uh fishing for sharks yeah <laughs> but yeah that was like a that's a really great scene and that's also like kind of goes to where like it leads more to the fact of he's embarrassed of his own face, so he wants to make it as close to his own face as he possibly can.
0: Yeah, that, that was rough. Like uh, Just the effects on that were wild, because I'm watching, like, how are they pulling this off? And I couldn't figure it out, so it was well done. I'm like, that's nice.
1: Yeah, that was definitely one of the uh, better scenes of the movie.
0: We also see him taking a face off, I believe, for the first time
1: uh not for the first time um he did it in Texas 2.
0: Uh that's right. You're correct.
1: And I I forget if he did it in Texas 3 and Next Generation, but yeah, Texas 2 is uh that's a great face taking off scene where he uh puts it on um Carolina Williams' face. Yeah. And he's trying to like be like everything's okay and he's almost like giving the thumbs up and she's just screaming.
0: <laughs> what was it? uh House of the Thousand Corpses had the uh... A little homage to that too. Yeah, I I remember that scene. But also, he has when he's at the carnival and the cop points the gun at him, yells him to stop, and he just whips that chainsaw. That was another three D moment. But I'm like, (laughs) well, now he doesn't have his chainsaw. He has a whole freaking collection of them in that shed.
1: That moment that he opens he up the door. door. He, like, he whips his chainsaw at him and then he just kind of goes scurrying away. <laughs> I know.
0: You're a terrible cop because you have like 50 shots here to take. Yeah. Which they never bullet damage him this entire movie. Like, I thought they were going to pull the Michael Myers, shoot him once or twice in the shoulder. I don't think they hit him once with a bullet this whole movie.
1: No, I can't think of one that if any of the bullets shot where he did get hit like they definitely a teamed it where there's a lot of bullets but no one got hit
0: <laughs> oh except for the one girl yeah by the cop yeah which in his defense you're in there in leatherface's lair and something jumps out of a fridge at you i'd probably shoot too
1: oh yeah that's um yeah that's not really i wouldn't say too much of a fault on the cop now, another really great scene that's kind of the same thing like that is in the Friday the 13th remake, where there's the, um like, asshole boyfriend is, like, at the very end where they're hunting through for Jason throughout the entire house, and uh, he hears, like, a knock at a door or something, and he just fires, like, three bullets. He ends up killing the girl he's cheating with his girlfriend on. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, I remember that. That remake's not too bad. It-
1: and, the, and, no, it's a pretty good remake. I love that line, too, at the end. He's like, Jason killed another one! Like, he completely, like...
0: <laughs> yeah. I
1: found another dead body!
0: <laughs> um. Also, The Strangers. I remember he shot his friend, like, in the hallway. I remember. That's another moment like that.
1: I remember that being a great movie, but I haven't seen it in probably ten years.
0: Oh, that movie terrified me when I was younger, because it was just, like, a house breaking.
1: That movie really freaked me out when I was a kid. And I want to see the, um... Was it Strangers to Pray at Night, I believe it's called? Because I heard do that have,
0: Do you have Amazon Prime?
1: Yes, I do. I
0: think it's free
1: streaming on there right now. I have to check that out because I, de- I heard that there's a really great pool scene in that movie.
0: The uh that's actually where I watched uh 3D today. It was on there
1: because they it seems like they just put up a bunch
0: of horror movies, probably for the time of year it is.
1: Yeah, Amazon Prime is really great for some obscure horror movies.
0: Um, so I don't want to jump to the ending just yet, because I feel like we'll finish on it. What what else do you
1: got? Um, I mean, I don't really have too much more with this movie. It's, I enjoy it. I understand where the criticism comes from. I also don't feel like it's the worst in the series. I would probably give that to... Texas Chainsaw Next Generation, which... 100%. It has, that one also has its parts, and I don't completely hate it, but it's definitely probably the worst, in my opinion, of the series. Look, it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's hard to fuck it up completely.
0: It can have its issues, but it's... You know what I mean? It's it, it's what you signed up for, buying the ticket or watching the movie, you know? Right. Um, I think... I'm with you. I thought this was fine. I didn't feel like I wasted my time watching it. In fact, I, I I think I enjoyed it. It was a decent slasher. um, Some cool deaths in it, but not over the top with gore, which is weird because I thought I remembered when this was coming out there being a big stink because originally they had to cut stuff because it was rated NC-17. I thought I remembered that going around the internet, and so they cut the it down enough to get the R rating but they must have cut a lot out cuz i thought it was pretty
1: gore light honestly yeah it is pretty i mean it's pretty tame on the gore and i that's a, the bane of horror movies existence is the mpaa cutting these movies to death the only thing at least nowadays is that they will keep that footage and be yeah. able to put it out on as a, either unrated or extras on dvds like yeah you usually get the director's cut blu-ray edition yeah, like those, the older horror movies from the 70s and 80s and even before, once the movie was cut, like that's, those scenes were cut out, usually they were lost forever. Well, that film fell on a floor and got swept up somewhere. Um, I do know, uh, to bring Friday the 13th back up once again, Um, that they had just found some extended kill scenes from that movie on an old VHS tape that's oh, no going shit. to be going on that, have you seen that new box set that's coming out for Friday? no i haven't yeah. tell me about it it's like 130 dollars it's um I oh never you... mind <laughs> yeah yeah that's why i'm also that's why i also don't have it pre-ordered yet dude. you know how big of a star wars guy i am they put that whole skywalker
0: saga blu-ray box set out that had like 10 discs of extras i looked at that price tag and went uh-uh
1: yeah i remember when that came out and i was so excited and i was like i'm 100 percent getting this until i saw that price tag <laughs> Yeah, I mean,
0: especially when I already have at least some form of all the movies anyway. Same with Friday. I'm like,
1: "Mm, no. But, like, at some point, I would love to get it because they're including that extra footage, that bonus footage that they just found. They're including that as uh, bonus features on in the box set. Like it's a oh, really. It's, not like, it's not
0: like they recut the movie with it in there. Like it's just, like a deleted scene or something.
1: Yeah, they treat it as a deleted scene. There's a really great article I, ra- I read about it not long ago where um I'm pretty. They found it in I believe someone's attic or basement, which is how the story seems to always go. And it, on it was something about Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, like cut scenes, or it wasn't like it didn't say that, but it was almost along those lines. Yeah, And the tape had been sitting there for almost 40 years. So like it was completely uh, stuck together to take the tape inside. So they ended and instead of uh, like mailing it to um, the uh, people who kind of did the remaster of the movie and whatnot, they didn't trust the mail. So they drove it, I think, like 12 or so or like more hours in the car to the. Um, distributor, so they could bake it in a un, bake it in an oven to get the film separated to then be able to put it digitally. You know,
0: that's wild. Blu-ray,
1: yeah, but it's a really awesome, like Indiana Jones-esque type story. <laughs> I found like it's just one of those. I'm sitting there at work reading this, being like, "Ah, oh, this is my fantasy world. I would love to live in." <laughs> I wonder if we
0: ever found it got like a little bit of cut, like little money thrown towards them
1: Oh, i would definitely hope so like because this is like uh i believe that the wheelchair uh death scene um there's an extended part of that that they found um there's a few other i'm pretty sure um when it's the couple that's laying in the bed and you remember jason kind of shish them yeah i believe that there's extra part to that scene that they found so like there's it's a really great find
0: that's cool. I'm sure we'll be able to find it on YouTube or something once it's out. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I know like when you see people who like find an Action Comics 1, for those who aren't comic book people, it's the first appearance of Superman, it's the most valuable comic book in the world. They do the same thing. It says it's mailing it away to get it graded. People usually drive it, typically with like an armed convoy with them and stuff.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, there's no way that would ever touch a mailbox.
0: <laughs> no, and I trust the mail honestly pretty well. I I used to sell a lot of stuff on eBay and everything,
1: but then no way. Oh yeah, not for something that important and like that. I mean, it's the only one or like Action Comics. There's only so many left. There's no way you would put that in the hands of Yeah, I think it's <laughs> estimated
0: that there's less than 20 copies of that still in like in possession.
1: Really? E- Does home. Nick Cage still have his copy? probably i wonder if he still has his copy or like i know he went through like um uh, he like lost a bunch of money here not too long ago i'm pretty sure because he married that one woman for like two days but um oh
0: man she lucked out
1: oh yeah he went to vegas he went drunk to vegas oh is this
0: where he also got into a fight with a bunch of fans with vince neal
1: i'm pretty sure (laughs) nicholas cage is a national treasure
0: I remember your episode one, you're talking about doing just a Nick Cage series. I I can't wait.
1: Yeah, I want to do like a Nick Cage month,
0: like Oh, that'd be, oh, it has to be in November, kids. dude. Nick Cage November.
1: Oh, that would be great. That kinda rhymes.
0: Oh yeah, that, that's we used to always change our Facebook profile pictures of Nicolas Cage for the month of November.
1: Oh, that's perfect. Well there you go. That's what I'm gonna do then for November.
0: But um taking it all back, I'm sorry, we're getting off. Um I think think the ending to this movie is kind of where it gets a lot of its shit from people cause her friends are still dead in this basement
1: yeah her, fr- her friends are still dead in this basement done by the person that now I guess she loves where it's like okay it's family I know that but god damn
0: yeah and like the line do your thing cause I'm like
1: oh god is yeah, also- that when she tosses him the chainsaw yes yeah <laughs> I mean, if you want to sum up this entire movie with one scene, that might be it, of her tossing the chainsaw to him, saying that line.
0: And can we talk about the the weird nudity tease thing in it? Look, like, slasher films are no stranger to nudity, but, like, they literally have someone's shirt unbuttoned and her arms tied up, and, like, that shirt must have been sewn to her nipples, because it was weird how (laughs) much they were trying to be like, hey, look what we're gonna do. Nah.
1: Well, I heard um some behind the scenes about that, where uh when she, when Alexandra Daddario got cast as in that role, she immediately says said I will not do nudity in this movie, and they went okay, we didn't ask you to, and then while they were filming, she was like okay, well, I mean I could see myself maybe doing some nudity, and then at the ve- like towards the end, she was like oh yeah, I will definitely be nude in this movie. So so just to
0: cover them, be like, okay, well, we'll get you close, but we don't want you changing your mind again.
1: And the entire time, they're like, okay, the, we haven't asked you this entire time to do any of this. You just keep volunteering this information.
0: <laughs> in her defense, she's probably like, if I go cast in a slasher movie, look at Terrifier. That girl, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, in her mind, that's probably what she's thinking is all that stuff. She's like, well, they're going to ask. They're going to ask. And she just ended up weirding everyone out.
1: And there's also the mystery of the disappearing bra, where she's wearing a bra, and then as soon as her hands get put up, it disappeared. Fair We're... point.
0: Uh, creepy cop probably ripped it up, though. Yeah,
1: we got to see that middle cleavage. Yes. <laughs> like, half of each one. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> you, you could put it together and use your imagination.
1: Yeah. Um. But, yeah,
0: the, the end is really weird, because the, the friends are still dead in the basement, and... She's just like, okay, I'll wipe your lip off here, and that's it.
1: Yeah, it's almost, um, it's kind of reminiscent of that scene in Halloween 5 where Daniel Harris is in the attic with Michael Myers, and like, they're both crying, and she's like, uncle, let me, because he had taken his mask off, and she was like, gonna go wipe a tear, and then all of a sudden he freaks out, like, it's almost kind of seemed like a little... I don't know if it was intentional, but, like, a little throwback to that, maybe, of, even, again, just the 80s horror. But Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure
0: if it was intentional, but, like, because, you know, like, a lot of these movies are great until the ending, and that's just, like, uh
1: Yeah, there's so many of these great horror movies, yeah, that at the very end, the ending ruins it, where it's like, okay, I'm gonna shut it off before the ending even happens, and let's say it did the Sopranos ending, it just went black.
0: Yes. And... um... It'd be better than some that we get. Did you see the post credit scene? I don't remember.
1: I don't think I ever did.
0: It's her adoptive family coming to, like, see her new house and everything?
1: No, I never saw that.
0: Oh, they're like, um, the mom's telling the dad, like, you be nice. You better, like, make up to her not be so mean. You better, like, you better act like you love her. And he's like, well, with all the money she inherited, I think I'm starting to love her. And... They knock on the door, but she doesn't answer. Leatherface answers and gets two more names off his little scratch-off list.
1: Oh, that's really cool! I really want to look that up now after we got done recording because that sounds yeah. awesome.
0: Um, that's all I have on Texas Chainsaw 3D. Um, if you haven't seen it and just decided you don't care about spoilers and listen to this, I would legit recommend watching it. I'm not. I'm not even saying, well, if you want to. No, I'd, I'd watch it. Just know it's not perfect, but it's a good movie.
1: Yeah, good enough agree. movie, yeah. I agree. If you're a Texas Chainsaw fan, you will like it. It's cool seeing old Leatherface. There are some great scenes. There's some bad ones as well. But you, if you watch horror movies, you know that there's going to usually be some bad scenes. And sometimes those are your favorite scenes at the end.
0: Oh, yeah. I have more fun sometimes tearing stuff apart talking to you about horror movies and the stuff we like.
1: Oh yeah, like, Sleepaway Camp 2, there's no redeemable qualities of that movie, but I enjoy watching it. Yeah, how many times have you seen The Room? Oh god, so many times. I was, exactly. I'll, I'll get into kicks where I'll, like, I've watched that every night for, like, three or four nights in a row, just because it's, like, <laughs> it's a warm blanket. It's just like, come here, Tommy Wiseau, just mispronounce things and speak badly at me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's how I have a Texas Chainsaw, unless you have anything else.
1: No, I don't have anything else. Um, I would uh on Letterbox Letterbox I have it rated as a three out of five star, which I think is, I mean it's I usually say like three and up is rewatchability, two and down, you watched it once, you kind of got through it, and you don't watch it again. Yeah, I would definitely rewatch definitely it. Not right now. No, usually about again. once a year I will.
0: Yeah, I could put it into my like September October I watched a shit ton of horror movies. Like I make it like of a mission to watch as many as I can. Like I I will definitely put it in my Halloween season rotation, I think.
1: Yeah, it definitely belongs there. What you say you're watching next, um, crawl.
0: I did well I actually ended up watching it today while I was doing some laundry stuff.
1: Oh nice. That's one I definitely wanna watch because I've heard a lot of great things about it.
0: I'll tell you this and I promise I won't spoil a single thing for you. As long as you've at least seen the trailer and you know what it's about. Yeah. Okay. So, I thought this movie was going to be stupid, and Sam Raimi can do no wrong, and he can make even this alligator movie suspenseful, so hats off to him.
1: Oh yeah, Sam Raimi has anything to do with it, I'm pretty well game. Like, Drag Me to Hell was really great. I enjoyed his Spider-Man trilogy a lot. I enjoyed
0: the first two installments of his Spider-Man trilogy, and from what I understand, the third one mostly wasn't his fault.
1: Yeah, the third one is one of those ones where it's almost so bad, it's good kind of thing, where there's so many ridiculous moments. Like, I love emo Spider-Man.
0: Oh my god.
1: And the dance and everything. It's great.
0: I do like that he pulled off the evil dead camera in Spider-Man 2 with Doc Ock. Like, he pulled the evil dead camera effect into it.
1: But, um, yeah, I mean, Texas Chainsaw, I definitely recommend it. Texas Chainsaw 3D, whichever one you want to call it.
0: (laughs) Well, you got anything else for us today?
1: Um, well, this is going to be the, uh, first episode going into October.
0: Oh, happy October. Happy October. It's not October yet, but
1: with the release schedule. And, uh, I just wanted to kind of go over to see, like, here real quick if you had any, um, with Halloween coming up, any traditions or anything you've already, uh, started doing this year or anything you're going to be looking forward to doing? Uh, like
0: I said, I watch horror movies all the time, but I really watch them this time of year. Like, I... I try to knock out ones I haven't seen and classics like, you know, there's just ones that get away from you. Like how you were saying you haven't seen crawl yet. Same with me until today. Like I'll try to knock those out around this time of year. Like i make a real big effort to watch as many as possible. Um, the usual, like I carve jack-o'-lanterns and all that stuff. Um, haunted houses are my big thing. And I don't know if I'm going to get to go to any this year. I don't know yeah. if any will be open.
1: That I'm really, that's something I am pretty sad about because I love haunted houses as well. I volunteered um at a haunted house for a couple years in high school, which was a ton of fun. But um, yeah, that's something, that's another tradition. I'm going to probably end up having to miss out with everything going on this year. I did see, though, that um the Pumpkin Patch me and Liz usually go to is going to be open this year, luckily.
0: Oh, good. And like, you know, like last year we went to that Halloween parade and then had the Zombie Town Festival after it, like... Little things like that I'm, I'm going to miss. Like, I hope some still happen, but I understand the ones that can't. We'll just see what happens.
1: Yeah, like any like that Halloween parade that um they have downtown, it's really cheesy and it's kind of dumb, but it's one of those things that you just love it. I would almost put it up where like I love the uh, Charlie Brown. It's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown special. Yeah, where it's kind of dumb. It's really cheesy, but you just do it every year. And it's just, it makes you feel like Halloween.
0: I'm sorry. And Maxwell, who I do geek positive with, gives me shit about this all the time. I fucking hate the Peanuts.
1: Really? So does Liz. I hate him. <laughs> I don't
0: know why. Um, and Evan, who does a show on the network too, he loves the Peanuts too. I don't know. I, I just hate them. <laughs> Everything about them just makes me mad. Did you, did you mad. grow up
1: on them at all? or? Yeah, and I didn't like them then either. So it's like almost one of those things. It was almost forced upon you, and you're just like, "Nope, I'm I'm not going to like it."
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't care about your dumb Christmas tree and your pumpkins and all Which, this stuff. I would and the give Pigpen a shower already. That's child neglect.
1: <laughs> the uh, it's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. It's there's some great. Parts in it, some really classic parts that really make you feel like Halloween. And then there's that weird Snoopy side story where he's the Red Baron fighting Nazis. Yeah, I I I don't get it. I remember even being little, being like, "Why is this in here? I want to know about trick or treat and pumpkins and the ghosts." You know.
0: (laughs) No, as far as our other Halloween stuff, we always usually will do a Halloween party every year, and me and Anna will do like a costume. Like one year. I remember I was Walter White in his tidy whiteys with the green shirt and she was blue meth. That was really fun.
1: Oh yeah, I remember seeing that picture. That was great.
0: Yeah, that was my that might have been my favorite costume we ever pulled off.
1: Is that but, where she um, had the um like blue tutu on and whatnot? Yeah, and like yeah. blue
0: lips. She was just blue. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like we'll do the Halloween party. Anna doesn't like horror movies too much. But so she brings to the Halloween festivities. A lot of Halloween movies that aren't so gory and scary so like she'll have me watch hocus pocus which i think we're burnt out on because they show it every five minutes but like nightmare before christmas halloween town like those kind of things you know (laughs) then we'll watch the kids go trick-or-treating and stuff like that
1: i still will i absolutely love hocus pocus like it's oh i think it's a great movie yeah now halloween town is one of those ones i i grew up watching it on disney channel every year and it's almost out of habit of, I don't really like it, but every year I watch it at least once during this time of year, because Hey, I remember back in the day when I was in elementary school, watching it, a couple of those scenes did kind of scare you.
0: Well, see, I, I can't, maybe that's my problem with Halloween town. That's the one I don't really like. I like watching Nightmare Before Christmas. I like watching Hocus Pocus, even though I, said I might be starting to get burnout on it and those things. But Halloween Town, I don't have the childhood nostalgia with it because I had three channels until I was like 13 growing up. So I didn't have Disney Channel, so I never watched it. And so I didn't watch it until me and Anna started dating like eight years ago. So, oh, okay. So maybe that has something to do with it, seeing it as an adult and not having any of that nostalgia attached to it.
1: Oh, it definitely does because it definitely has that Disney Channel movie vibe of it's just like... Uh, like that's the only way I could. I think I can describe. it. It's just like, oh, it's just too. It's just a little too cutesy.
0: Yeah, that's my thing. Like, now don't get me wrong. Like, if I stay with my grandparents or like go to my uncles, like I, it's not like I never saw these channels. But I don't think I ever saw Halloween Town as a kid. What about you? Like, what's your uh, Halloween's like? Tr- look at your house. I know your decorations are off the charts because I love your house around Halloween. Well, your old house.
1: I was going to say yeah you haven't seen the new one yet um a lot of the old house that was my parents stuff yeah where now this where um 2 years ago moving out I'm finally accumulating all my own stuff and mom and dad also gave me some of the stuff that they didn't like too much but I was like I completely loved like there was these Where did the giant Jason go? Uh well that's mom's. Ah damn it. This year she got a life-size Michael Myers as well.
0: Hey all I'm saying is your mom probably doesn't recognize my car if you want a kidnapping job at the giant Jason taken care of.
1: Oh yeah, we definitely need that in like I want that so bad. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, I mean I actually started decorating mid August. Yeah. Um is when I decorated inside. Um Liz wouldn't let me decorate outside until September, which actually I just today started Uh, putting stuff outside like i got some of the creepy fabric from dollar general and put that up uh we went to um the uh farmer's market today and bought like i bought a 43 pound pumpkin
0: dude i was we stopped at like joanne fabrics yesterday the craft store because i'll tell you what i'm making halloween related in a little bit but dude they sell fake carvable pumpkins but they're like 50 dollars why don't you just buy a pumpkin
1: and it's way cheaper and it's a lot more fun. Like you're not digging out guts and seeds with those. Yeah. you need that feeling of like oozy weird stuff in your fingers too. the only case I can see made for this. If it's somehow someone's like allergic to pumpkins,
0: that's it. I don't All know right. if that allergy exists, but I'll excuse it in that case and that case only.
1: I remember it was um, at the beginning of August when Hobby Lobby first started putting out, not Hobby Lobby, uh, Michaels, first started putting out their fall stuff. And there was this really cool pumpkin setting there, and it was the fake kind of pumpkin. And I would say it was about knee high. And I picked it up. I was like, this is cool. And I looked at it. It was $80. Yeah,
0: it's insane, isn't it?
1: Yeah, like I was afraid that I was holding it. I was like, I'm going to drop this thing. I don't want to spend $80 on a pumpkin. <laughs> that you dropped. Yeah. But um, yeah, we started uh decorating outside today. Um, I've gotten two pumpkins carved so far. Oh, um, nice. As far as like other traditions go, like I already got my candy corn, which that's another one where either people love it or they hate it. I'm team love it. Oh, yeah, I love candy corn.
0: Especially, I, I'm a little
1: more partial to the Mallow Pumpkins, but I love both of them. We got some of those as well. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then also, like you were saying, like, I watch horror movies all year round. But this time of year, I make sure to watch at the very least one every day. Usually it's two or three, depending on what I have going on. Like, um, this last week, I've watched, uh, what did I watch here? okay this last week well last week i watched um blood harvest for uh the previous episode with tiny tim i uh watched oh yeah you did
0: that one yeah
1: that was a really great uh that was a lot of fun to be able to talk about tiny tim that extensively with somebody i won't lie i haven't listened
0: to it i had the files downloaded i'm gonna mix it here soon we'll just do any editing i need on it
1: yeah um after that, I while I was at work uh, the other day. I watched *Night of the Living Dead*. Nice, and um, the stuff with uh, directed by Larry Cohen.
0: Okay. And
1: while watching, I watched *Night of the Living Dead* with. Do you know a uh, Cinemassacre on YouTube? Uh, James Rolfe, the angry video game nerd. Yeah, uh, he did a commentary for *Night of the Living Dead*, so that's how I watched it. Um, With that, which I actually ended up learning some behind-the-scenes stuff that I had never known. Oh, cool. And there's, um, I also watched the, uh, you know, like the, whenever an anniversary of a movie comes around, especially one like Night of the Living Dead, they put out a new DVD or Blu-ray release.
0: Yeah, it was like one or two extra features usually or something. Or let's say like 35th anniversary edition or whatever.
1: Right. Like, the 40th anniversary edition of Night of the Living Dead is probably the best-looking it's ever been. Now, the 30th anniversary, for whatever reason, they added 20 minutes of extra scenes. Oh! And this was shot in the 90s. So, there's this new... Point. Wait,
0: do they reshoot, like, these scenes?
1: Well, no, they're like, um... There are other scenes that... They want to make it look like it's supposed to be in the movie, but it—it's almost like they George Lucas it. It's
0: yes, where... they're, they're added in later, like they weren't cut scenes.
1: No, it was well. No, it's actually like a, a whole new scene with new characters that were never.
0: Oh, that's wild.
1: Yeah, like, and he also like George Lucas it a little bit with like there just be scenes of zombies walking for no reason that adds nothing to the story.
0: Maybe you um, need to get all those do backs and tie fighters you need in it.
1: Oh yeah, that's it that's exactly what they were going for. And um the the one scene that I that they did add, which I thought was cool, they gave a backstory f- to the very first zombie, uh, who they called the ghoul and um Night of the Living Dead, the one that had yeah, Barbara.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh they give him a backstory and they get the same actor to come back to play that role. Oh, that's cool. But it's thirty years later.
0: Yeah, wait a minute! i'm
1: Like, wait—he's old. So, He's—he definitely looks a little older, and you can—he's de- gained some weight, which I don't blame the guy whatsoever. Over the last ten years, from high school to now, I've gained some weight, so I couldn't oh, imagine. As we all have, years. yeah. But that was like—did you see El Camino? Yes, that was like the one
0: guy from there, like, and not oh, yeah. picking on him way, but it was almost distracting at times.
1: The um blonde-haired Nazi guy.
0: Yeah, talk. Yeah,
1: he's like so much puffier in El Camino.
0: Yeah, and I'm not picking on the dude because, like you said, God knows I have too. But I was like, it's almost distracting when this is supposed to take place minutes after, like minutes before everything or after.
1: I completely agree. It's one of those things that you notice and then you just can't unnotice. Yeah. But it looks like they tried to squeeze him into the same clothes that he was wearing in the original movie because they are way too tight. It's definitely like chris farley fat guy in a little coat <laughs> almost <laughs> but that was cool like they kind of give him a backstory where like he was a serial killer and they were going to go bury him um unfortunately looking at the grave uh at the cemetery it doesn't look like they filmed in evan city cemetery where they filmed the original opening
0: well i imagine it's harder to get permits to film in a cemetery these days
1: it probably is. It's just one of those little nitpicky things that I noticed. And being such a fan of the movie, I was kind of like, "Oh."
0: Well, you've also been there, to that cemetery.
1: Yeah, I've been there twice. I went there... The first time I went there was on my honeymoon. Yeah. Um, Me and Liz went to Pittsburgh for a honeymoon. She really wanted to go to a water park. And I don't like water parks. But oh, I love
0: water parks.
1: I had... Oh, it's it just... I don't like knowing there's that many people in the water.
0: Yeah, I mean, just realize you're swimming in piss and accept it.
1: You have to. That's You just have to be like, I got to get through this. The only thing that got me through that day was we made a deal of, okay, we'll go do this later on. We're going to go drive 45 minutes outside of Pittsburgh to go to the cemetery. Because there's a little movie I like that was filmed there. And she's just like... Okay, as long as I get to go my water park, that's fine. She didn't get out of the car. She just was very patient with me while I ran from gravestone to gravestone, reenacting scenes and taking pictures.
0: <laughs> I don't, I, if she complained, I was going to say, I don't want to hear it. Because me and you drove like eight hours overnight to go to the quick stop in New Jersey, and you did the same thing
1: there. Oh yeah, that was so much fun. Well, you have to, like you're at the filming location, you have to recreate scenes. Exactly. But, um, and then today, while uh, Liz and I were carving pumpkins, I was like, we need to put on a scary movie while we do this. What do you want to watch? Because Liz likes some scary movies, but she's very particular with them. One yeah, story... that's like
0: Anna will watch some, but like, I think the, the older she gets, she's like I don't feel like being scared watching movies anymore.
1: Right. The one series Liz likes is the um, Child's Play Chucky series. Oh, did you see the new one yet? Uh, called of Chucky,
0: no, the remake with Mark oh, Hamill being Chucky. I
1: did. Um,
0: that's on Prime, I, that's on my to watch list. I, I haven't seen it yet. It,
1: it was pretty good. I liked it more than I expected to like it. Um, Mark Hamill, I thought, did a great job with the voice, even though they don't really seem to use the voice very often. Oh, but damn that's it, that was good like my too.
0: thing I was looking most forward to.
1: Yeah, and I mean. I would agree, like, with when I saw that he was going on as the voice, I was kind of like, okay, I'm going to end up seeing this. Because at first, I really didn't have too much interest in it, but his voice was really good in it. And it's not like he did the Joker again or something like that. It's a unique voice. Yeah. But, um, and I thought Aubrey Plaza was good in it. Yeah, I, I like her a lot. She's really funny. But I feel like they could have just done it as a different doll movie because there's so many of those kind of doll movies
0: yeah look like a puppet master
1: exactly and not um and not had it tied into chucky yeah
0: i didn't mean to cut you off though you said you two were watching she likes the chucky movies yes
1: and so we watch bride of chucky again that's a good one yeah it's really good it's um it's really funny it's the first time that chucky really the chucky movies go to where i almost like them being where it's the horror comedies yeah it's not quite as over top as what's the um other one the next one called son of chucky i think seed of chucky seed of chucky but that one's really great because i like the ed wood um kind of callback where it's the glenn or glinda kind of thing which anytime you're going to mention ed wood i'm going to be in yeah but um yeah the bride of chucky was good i like how they um kind of brought up the bride of frankenstein like at the very beginning jennifer tilly is watching bride of frankenstein in the tub right before she gets killed by chucky yeah, and then at the end, she's kind of doing the "We Belong Dead" lines from the end of Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, so I agree, it's it's a really good movie. Man, was I was right. picturing poor Liz just wants to watch the movie, and you are going, "Well, that's
0: actually from Bride of Frankenstein." Yeah. It's,
1: I am like, Liz, did you see they've referenced <laughs> Frankenstein? I know, Brett, very good, good boy. You they said Frankenstein? That's right. I am like, yeah, they did. I got a tweet about this.
0: That's like poor Anna. Anytime I watch a Marvel movie, I start picking apart Easter eggs. I can tell
1: she's trying to listen and
0: go, oh, that's interesting. I'm like, you don't care.
1: And I was like, no, you need to know behind the scenes facts. You see that guy in the corner over there with the helmet? Do you know what his name and backstory is? Let me tell you.
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh, But yeah, I, I'm making the one tradition. I forgot it's not tradition because It's new. I was like, well, you do Christmas wreaths. I'm going to make a wreath for Halloween. I got to tell you, Brett, I did not anticipate the amount of work that goes into making a fucking wreath.
1: (laughs) How's it going?
0: Awful. I have one (laughs) ribbon on it.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, it's minimalist.
0: Yeah, I might just hang up the metal frame with one (laughs) ribbon on it because there's a Halloween wreath. But I'm going to get it done. I'm going to. I got so angry last night because I... Yes, this is now like a home and garden podcast, but i never used like tool before. And didn't realize it sticks to everything. I got mad and left and uh, I took today off. I'm going to go back at it tomorrow.
1: I say my mom, speaking of um, kind of like holiday wreaths, my mom loves to make wreaths. So she's made us one for every um holiday. And I just yesterday hung up the one that she made us last year for Halloween, where it's a uh, Jason themed wreath uh, that cool. she made. I just said I wanted to put a hockey mask in the middle, but she said if I do the the
0: Jason mask, it can't go on the door, so I opted out of the mask. Oh, come on. I know.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'm just really excited that spooky season has started. Like, this is my time of year. This is Brett at his most, like, peak performance. It's his time <laughs> of year. And then November 1st. It's the lowest I will ever feel. <laughs> November first is you in the drain pipe in
0: Manhattan, Jason. Yes.
1: Yeah, just never... curled up in my underwear. I'm usually hungover, <laughs> so like I can't really move too much. I'm really sad.
0: <laughs> this is gonna be an interesting Halloween year, because obviously it's an interesting world right now. So Yeah, we'll it really see. is. Like
1: and real quick, like as a thing, like I keep seeing people online saying halloween is going to be canceled they may cancel parties they may cancel trick-or-treating even they may cancel the parades the haunted houses but they can't cancel halloween
0: Halloween, look at all the traditions we named very i didn't mean you can repeat that in case i cut you off the last line there
1: no you're good yeah i mean yeah i completely agree with what you said It's traditions in your own home, and okay, you might not be able to go out and and about and do quite as much, but then just work on making new traditions that you can do in your house. Carve a few more jack-o'-lanterns, you know,
0: watch a few more
1: horror movies.
0: Exactly. Fit a few more movies in where otherwise you'd be doing something else. Carve some more jack-o'-lanterns, like hang up some more cobwebs, like make it your own thing.
1: Exactly. Well, I'm a... I'm really happy to have the first uh, podcast that's going to be coming out in October recorded, and it's pretty fitting that it's a Texas Chainsaw movie, since that's my favorite. Texas Chainsaw 1 is my favorite horror movie, so. I was going to say, are you saying that
0: Texas Chainsaw 3D is your favorite movie of all time?
1: Yes, it is above Clerks. It is above Pulp Fiction. It's above everything. I will (laughs) die on this hill. (laughs) But, um yeah, that's all I have to say about it. So I'm not sure what I'm going to be doing next week as a, uh, as a movie. Um, I have a few different ideas. I might, cause I really want to do Halloween three. Cause I love that one. Um, I Halloween six would be a really fun one to do as well. That's the one where like all the cult stuff from the Halloween movies really like ramps up. So yes, that one could be fun, but, um, I haven't decided yet what I'm going to be doing next week. You but, do a
0: Halloween movie rankings.
1: Oh, that would be good. That could be a lot of fun. Yeah, rank all the horror, uh, Halloween movies from best to worst. Yeah. Or, yeah, that's the be best good. build up. Worst to best, yeah. Which I'm, I mean, I don't want to say anything. I mean, Halloween 2, Rob Zombie. <laughs> Makes no sense. No, you're not you wrong. A, you got a pigeonhole Cherry Moon zombie in there somehow, don't you, Rob? Oh, look, no one's complaining about that. No, no, but come on. But anyway, so, yeah, I'm not sure what I'm going to be doing next week yet, but um, right, I guess that's good. We just keep it a surprise.
0: Yeah, it's it's fun. I, I really enjoy your show. Like, it's it's been fun. One, I've been on two thirds of the episode, but like just <laughs> I think I love your concept for your show. It's really cool.
1: Thanks, man. Yeah, I've really, I really enjoy doing it. It's been a lot of fun. Like the first episode, I was definitely pretty nervous about. Last episode, I felt definitely a lot more confident, and this one, I feel even better. So. Well, I'm just saying to all the listeners listening, they had no idea how nervous you were because I got a,
0: cut out about ten minutes of silence in that oh, first yeah, just, episode.
1: <laughs> just me staring blankly, like my brain doesn't work. All I do is watch horror movies and talk about horror movies, but now I can't.
0: No, but th- this network thing's been cool. Everyone's
1: shows are turning out real cool. I like it. Yeah, that's re- yeah. I really um, it's a really interesting idea that you guys came up with, and I'm really glad that you invited me to uh, do it with you guys. Oh, of course. But yeah, um, check out. Uh, unless you have anything else, Greg.
0: Nah, dude, I'm good. Thank you for having me on.
1: Yeah, check out uh, Greg on Ruthless Retrospective and uh. I'm on, um, I actually, uh, my podcast is now on Twitter. Um, I'm at throbbing horror. <laughs> this, that's what I've named my member. <laughs> so yes, I, uh, I absolutely love that. That's the name of my podcast.
0: I do too. It's amazing. Maxwell was over here recording geek positive with me the other day. And he, he wouldn't stop bringing it up that your podcast is named throbbing with horror.
1: Because it started out as a complete joke, and I was like, like There's no way I'll ever call it that. And then every other name I tried to come up with was already taken
0: but and paled in
1: comparison. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, It's gonna, it's gotta be throbbing with horror. Good God. I remember telling my parents, I was like, Yeah, I'm starting a podcast. They're like, Oh, what's it called? And I'm like, Throbbing with horror. They're like, Well, that's unique. <laughs> wow. Okay, Brett. Oh, that's that's what our son's doing. <laughs> Good boy. <laughs>
0: well, you you want to drop your Twitter? Oh, um, you, It's just at throbbing horror.
1: Yeah, just at throbbing horror is my uh, Twitter account.
0: And so, uh, I guess I can drop this too because by the time this comes up, it'll be more active. Uh, the whole network has a Twitter. It's at w n t a t u. So why not talk about this universe? Nice. I'm actually going to check myself real quick,
1: because I don't use
0: it, that Twitter yet because we haven't <laughs> launched yet at time of recording.
1: Yep, W-N-T-A-T-U. Yeah, so give that a follow for any uh, news with the network.
0: Yeah, we'll post whatever episode's coming up whatever day on there.
1: We're great, man. Well, thanks for being on the episode again, and I uh, can't wait to do another one.
0: Sounds good. Thanks for having me. All right. See you, everyone.